two, three weeks. Plus, too many people are starting to listen, all right? So I'm going to need some of you people to stop listening to this podcast because I can't get too big or else I get canceled. Just kidding. I appreciate all the people that I take time out of their day to uh, at least click and initially uh, start the podcast and then uh, subsequently delete it quite quickly. Uh, so I started a new uh, poker app. Um, I was put onto this basically... Uh, uh, by a friend they have a poker club so they jump in and they play in the poker uh, on this poker app so i won't divulge any more information than that but i do have a hand histories um, of about 200 uh, playing one two no limit hold'em uh, so to uh to much fanfare and ado the first one that i have is a 100 dollar loss i thought that i wouldn't be able to see this but uh i only played nine hands uh this game and then the first uh, hand I jumped in was hand three. I was dealt uh, ace-10 in the big blind. So very nice. Under the gun decides to uh, straddle, so it makes it four to go automatically. So that means that under the gun now folds. It's limped uh, from the cutoff and the button. Uh, small blind decides to uh, limp as well. And then for some reason, I don't raise. So I decide to call the straddle, which is the dumbest play you could ever want to do uh, with ace-10 in the big blind. you got to make it pricier uh, to play, obviously. Um, and uh, this rule kind of holds. You can, mix in, you can mix in these plays every now and again, but there's no reason for This is literally the third hand that I'm playing in the poker club, ace-10 offsuit. There's no reason not to raise here. Uh, so bad on me. Uh, so five to the flop. And the flop is... Three, ten, jack, two clubs. Uh, small blind checks, I check. Uh, straddle checks as well. Uh, cutoff checks. He's got 550 on the table. And then the, uh, the button makes a $13 bet into a $20 pot. So uh, obviously you didn't get any information pre-flop. You're not getting any information from his position bet because you would expect uh, a limped flopped that's checked around to the dealer. You would expect the dealer to bet and either have a monster or a bluff and I mean that's probably 70-30 bluff there. So let's see what I decide to do. Uh, I decide to flat which is another dumb play uh, under the gun folds and then the cutoff folds. So we're two ways to the turn. Turn is an ace. I get bailed out by uh, eight of 
spades. So they had top pair uh, when that when that went down. So uh, yeah, so I basically donked into a uh, a nice hand there. So and uh, we're going around, we're going around, we're going around, and then it is the eighth hand of the session. Um, so I've already made a bad play. I'm in the big blind again. Uh, this time with pocket jacks. Uh, under the gun decides to not straddle this time. He folds. And it's folding around into the button who is going to flat. So a small blind decides to jump in. I should raise here. And I do to six, which is fine there. Um, I mean, you could debate more or less. Uh, button folds, small blind. So now I have position in this hand. Um, uh, for a $14 pot. Flop is king, jack, three. It's checked me, I bet seven, and he drops it. So pretty uneventful hand. Don't get any payoffs for my uh, uh, jacks. Then the last hand I play, because I'm down, I'm up to 149 right now. I bought in for 100. I have six, four of diamonds in the small blind. It's the very next hand. It's hand number nine. It's number nine that I've played in this entire series. So the uh, cutoff decides to flat, the button flats. I flat with 6-4, and this is the trouble you get into. Debatable yes, no. Eight in the pot is the big blind checks, and the flop is two, three, ace, two diamonds. So the two, three of diamonds, I have a gut shot, a straight flush draw. I check it, and it checks around to the button, who makes it six to go. This is an auto call or a pop. You could argue either, or, either way here. I mean, a raise is probably fine. Um, but they're, they're probably putting you on a three or a two. Um, but it raises, raises totally fine. Flat, eh, what are you trying to do there? Um, but who knows? Uh, so I do flat, and the big blind is going to fold it, as is the cutoff. So now it's the dealer and myself. Uh, turn is a three of hearts, pairing the board. I check it. Uh, he makes it 15 to go. I make it 45 to go. So now I'm trying to tell a story that I hit my three. Um, he probably is saying, no, you have a flush draw for the mere fact that I flatted. But it could have raised. I mean, that's probably what he's putting me on now. Um, but, yeah, so the three, the ace of diamonds would have made more sense. But let me try to unpack this. So if he's putting me on a flush draw, then the three doesn't scare him. I'm trying to say that that's what I hit was a three on my flat. So, I mean, I'm telling that story. He's not interpreted that story uh, that I did, but it is what it is. Um, he calls the 45, so now there's 110 in the pot, and the river is a jack of spades. I jam to try to complete the story, and I get called by ace four offsuit. So he that was a extremely light call. Ended up costing me 100. Typically, you would expect to see folds there, uh, but it is what it is. So starting down 100 in my new, new, uh, extraversion, extravaganza, excursion into this poker app realm.
Okie dokie. So session one, I'm down 100. Uh, session two, I think I profit 37. I only played 19 hands. Um, I think this because these first two sessions, I was getting up early. And when I'm getting ready to work, I'm playing on the app while I'm uh, getting ready to work, which is something you should not do. If you're going to play poker, um, you definitely need to focus on what's going down at the table. Pay attention to other players. Don't be distracted by other things that are going on uh, throughout the table. So third hand that I'm playing. Second session in the club, um, get a nice little hand. We are we are nine-handed, and I am in the button position, which is fantastic, with pocket tens. So definitely a very enviable position that you want to be in um, uh, with, you know, excellent pocket pairs uh, with the button. So we have a middle position limp, and it's folded all the way to the cutoff, who makes it 26 to go. Uh, he's short-stacked, um, so that's about 50% of his stack. I pop it to 78, uh, folds around, and then it's to the uh, to the initial better. He has ace five of clubs, and then it's it's all gravy from there. Flop is ace ten queen, king, and then eight of clubs. My set takes it down on the short stack guy. Uh, miss out on quite a bit of money. I'm sure somebody probably had a jack somewhere, so that would have been a, a hairy situation if it wasn't a short stack jamming 50% uh, of his stack pre. I three bet him. Um, up to 75, covering him, and then basically sealing the deal. And this is basically just standard tournament poker play in a cash game. Uh, he decides to call off the rest of his stack, and then uh, doesn't out, doesn't work very well for him. A couple hands later, we are moving around. And what are we doing? I think I'm just doing hands that I'm winning. So... I didn't win any, I went, I won no other hands that session. So that's it. That's the one hand in the session that I have. Um, yeah. I mean, I could tell you all the hands that I'm folding. I'm looking at a hand where pocket uh, kings won, and I folded king seven uh, pre flop of spades. But yeah, that's literally the one hand that I won in a session, and I got bled down to uh, uh, just a $37 profit. Uh, very last hand I played was in the small blind. And I was dealt king ten offsuit. So let's see what, let's see what Big Daddy Harms does here in a hand he didn't win. The very last one he played uh, this hand. So it's limped currently around one folder. Somebody makes it ten to go in the hijack position. Button calls there, and I am going to fold king ten offsuit in the small blind. It was my last hand, so I went to work. All right, that's that's session two, crushing it. Just. Mm, short popping somebody with tens and then running away with $37. Yay for me. So obviously I'm crushing it, just down 70 after two sessions. Not too bad. Don't know what my big blind win rate is or anything like that. But then session three is another $100 deficit. Uh, I only play about 15 hands this session because I am a retard. Um, but we will check in and see 
how I have done. Like I said, only doing random hands where uh, I win or, or do something. So hand number six or seven uh, in the in the uh, session, I'm down to thirty. I'm down thirty bucks. So I'm at seventy. So obviously I've been a little bit loosey goosey uh, uh, previous. I now have a ten nine of spades in the cutoff position, which is the position just to the right of the dealer. Uh, it's Lumpopotamus Rex all the way to me, so it's a family pot, and I min-raise it basically to six. It's not a min-raise, min-raise would be four, but I make it six to go. I get uh, at least a dealer in the blinds out, so that's good, but then the limpers are going to come in and play, right? So ten is not, an, or six is definitely not enough to protect anything, but it, it does get three folds, actually four folds, which is fantastic. So 29 in the pot, the flop is seven deuce queen. This is a great continuation bet time. Uh, with uh, just four to play, and I think that's what I do. I make it 10 to go. It's looking like aces. Like, why is he raising so low? Why is he doing this? Why is he doing that? Uh, I get a call from uh, somebody that definitely has me covered. A turn is a four of hearts. He checks it, uh, and then I make it 20 to go. Now I'm just bleeding him down, and he drops it. So with 10 high, I take down a $64 pot and then uh, get back the $30 that I had squandered uh, on the previous six hands, basically uh, fishing around for uh, a little TLC. Uh, two hands later, your boy wins again. He is in middle position with pocket kings. So this is an obvious easy one to play, pretty standard. And what is pretty standard being? Who knows? It folds to me, and I make it six to go. Uh, the big stack to the left of me folds. Uh, and then all the way to the button, we're folding which is great, and here come the blinds, blinds, small blind calls, and then the big blind drops it. So now we're heads up after the flop. Uh, the small stack has 53 to my 93. Flop is king, deuce, tray, make it eight to go, and then uh, there you go. Was a rainbow flop, so I probably could have checked, but I mean, what are we doing here, folks? So just bad luck that no other, nobody else had a hand uh, to play with. Uh, three hands later, I win again. I'm sitting at uh, 102.7, so I, uh, I'm up $2 for the session right now. I'm in the small blind, and they are folding around with one limper, and that seems to be a common theme. The button drops it, so in the small blind, I call for whatever reason. Jack-7 offsuit is a shit hand. Uh, big blind calls as well, so it's bad, bad situation, bad spot. King 7-3 rainbow is the flop. I have mid-pair with no kicker, and it's checked around, so now I'm thinking I'm good. Uh, turn is a king, so there's no way that there's no way that those dipshits checked top pair. Um, and then it's checked around again. River is another king, so I make it three to go. I have now have a full house. Jack doesn't matter, and uh, I take it down with a full house. King's full of sevens because I'm a donkey. Uh, moving right along, it goes all the way to the end. I do not win another hand this session, and this is where the end of my money goes. Uh, bled down to $82. I am in the, uh, oh, I deserve this. I totally deserve this hand. Um, I remember it distinctly. I'm in the small blind. Uh, under the gun makes it 10 to go, and he gets a caller from middle position. Dealer calls, so here's what I need to do in this hand. I either fold pre or I three bit. There's no call here. 
because um, a call is you're basically limping for the same reason. So ace jack is pretty useless hand in a limp situation. It's not very uh, uh, not very good, right? All of your drawing hands. Uh, I mean, depending on what you want to do, all of your strong hands, any any of your high suited pairs or high suited connectors, uh, king queen, ace ace king, uh, uh, jack ten. They're useless if you don't raise with them. Uh, you can draw with Jack-10. That's probably an exception to the rule. Um, you can draw with Queen-Jack if you want to, but if you hit a pair and it's a limp pot, then you're playing Omaha, essentially. You need to up, up your requirements to defend your hand uh, post-flop. So that's why you raise uh, pre-flop, get some of the riffraff out, and then if they decide to uh, play with garbage, that's a losing proposition for them in the long run, even if they spike you every now and again. So... Um, so I flat with, I call the 10, so now we're, uh, we're five-handed because the big blind jumps in as well. Flop is seven, ace, nine. I check it because I'm a retard. Uh, big blind checks. Uh, I'm trying to disguise my hand. Ha <laughs> ha, they, they won't know that I have an ace uh, from a small blind. Uh, initial aggressor checks as well, which is surprising. Um, middle position bet six, that's nothing. Uh, button calls. I pop it to 30, which is good. Um, and then the big blind jams, which I deserve all of this uh, that I'm getting because your stupidity allowed hands like two pair all the time uh, to come in. Uh, sevens and sets and everything is fine, but if you would have if you would have raised, you would have got hands like nine seven out of there. Um, so if you had a three bet thirty five or forty off the ten, ace ten might have called, but definitely uh, uh, nine seven would have folded. Maybe the pocket kings guy had king queen. Maybe he had pocket kings. Maybe he had pocket queens. Who knows? Uh, but if you repop with ace jack there, there's a strong possibility that nine seven folds, and there's a strong possibility that ace ten would call you, especially ace ten of spades. Um, so um, now we're three way, and all in is called. So it's nine seven from the big blind, and they have two pair. I have ace jack, so I have ace ten covered, and ace ten called for some stupid reason. So. That would lead me to believe that ace-10 would have called any three-bet that I had pre-flop, drop 9-7, I'm winning a big pot as opposed to losing uh, my shirt. Um, so raising is key here. And then the river is a four, so 9-7 takes it. So I deserve every every bit of losing that money. So that was definitely bad poker on my part. Uh, raise pre. Like, it's it's the four out of five solution. If it's, if it's not good enough to raise, it's not good enough to play in the situation that you're playing in. So if you can't consider or conceive a raise in that situation, you shouldn't play the hand. I'm not. I'm just saying that's a four out of five proposition. You got to change your play every now and again. You got to do floats like this. You got to do certain things. You got to limp with strong hands every now and again. So um, you got to change it up. But rarely should you change it up. But but you, you still need it in your pocket. <laughs> So this is my longest session to date by far. Take a note about how many hands I play. I play about 100 hands 
this session and I come away with a $330 or $377 profit uh, in this session. Mind you, uh, this is session four, so I've, I've basically been uh, fleeced two sessions, came away with 31 sessions. So this, is, was, this was a really good one, um, obviously. And I think it was two specific hands where I crushed it uh, uh, to give me all the profit. It was pretty, pretty normal. So we're four-handed. That's um, about the 10th hand that I'm playing in. I'm up uh, uh, 26 bucks, so yay for me. Uh, in the button with ace-queen of diamonds. Make it six to go, and then uh, the big blind's going to call here. So four-handed, whatever he's got, don't know, doesn't matter. Uh, flop is three-seven deuce, totally miss. Ace-high is probably good here. Um, it can be. I mean, he's so he leads out to me. Uh, flop three-seven deuce, and f at four-handed play, there's no fold here. Uh, paired board, maybe you can d decide that uh, it could be a flush draw that he has. Could be, could be any type thing, and then you, your ace and a queen is still good. So a float is totally, 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 uh, probably the the correct play. Um, raise if you were feeling froggy, but uh, he leads out to eight, and I call, so I have position as well. So why not keep playing? Turn is the seven of clubs. So great for me. Uh, big blind checks. I check as well because ace is still good. He could have a seven. He could be doing whatever. And then this is uh, river is a five of diamonds. So it really doesn't matter what he does unless he jams. It's an it's an auto call. Uh, if he had a flush draw, he missed it. Um, if he checked a seven, good on him. Um, in the big blind, if he's if he's playing shit like three four whatever the case is, he wins here. Great. Um, but you can't let people get away with uh, playing dog shit hands. Uh, he decides not to put me to the test and checks, and then uh, doesn't show his hand as my ace high takes it. So, yay for me. Um, but definitely definitely be sticky forehanded. There's, there's no reason not to. I think I got a walk, very next hand. I'm at 140. I got king at diamonds. Uh, no, I don't get a walk. I just pop it to six, and I believe everybody folds here. So, uh, forehanded, king eight of diamonds, take it down pre with uh, King-8. Uh, it was hand 11. We're moving along. I could be losing hands here. I could not be losing hands. Approximately hand 20. Um, we're now five-handed. I'm at 136, and I've got the Rockets. So I think I get two sets of Rockets this session. Uh, yay for me. Um, the cutoff makes it six to go. Um, I min-raise him to 12, and then the big blind, or small blind folds, big blind folds. And then he is going to call. Uh, this individual is short stacks. So he's only got $18 left in a $28 pot. So there's no bet that he's going to do anything. I half bet his stack and he drops it. So, I mean, I don't know why he's, what he's doing in there, risking 40% of his stack. Um, it is a cash game, by the way. Risking 40% of his stack uh, pre-flop. Anywho, so very next hand. Uh, I have 150 Dara. We are six-handed. I have queen, nine of spades. Uh, definitely playable six-handed. Definitely playable in the cutoff position, which is the position just to the right of the button. It folds to me and definitely able to open in. Uh, I make it six to go. Button folds. Uh, big or small blind folds. And then the big blind's going to call. So $13 to the flop. And the flop is deuce, ace, ace. This flop hits me in the face more than it hits him. Very scary flop. I bet four, and it should take it down, and I do. So why not Why not do that? And we're moving right along. 
Um, very next hand, not the very next hand, about 10 to 15 hands later, I am at $153. I am in the big blind, and I have the monster hand of ace, three of spades. These are fantastic um, uh, quarter draw hands, bluff hands, three bad hands, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, the uh, under the gun straddles, he gets a flat, and then the dealer makes it 20 to go. Ace three, three bet call. I know I got, I did this whole diatribe about you shouldn't raise, you shouldn't get enough to call. So 100% here, ace three is good enough to three bet a 20 uh, straddle bet, a 5x bet essentially from the button for many reasons. Um, I decided to call to mix it up. But well, why didn't you raise? <laughs> I could have, but there's no re to me, there's no reason to gamble. 50 55 dollars pre-flop uh, with ace three might as well check a flop out be sticky with it see what happens uh, maybe i can get some spades maybe i can bop an ace who knows and then i do ace three queen is the flop so i flop two pair dealer it's it's heads up to the flop uh, the initial raiser um after my check bets 25 to me this is an easy flat um maybe i mean you could raise here because he could have ace queen he could have ace king ace jack could have pocket kings, all, all kinds of fun stuff. So a raise is, is totally appropriate as well because they can think you have whatever. But I decide to flat, see if he's going to continue to press his luck uh, and run down his uh, uh, kings. I check. I think he. I think we just checked this down. I should have bet here on the river to try to do go to value town, but it didn't work out. I check for the check raise opportunity on the river, and he. I believe that he had kings that hand, but who knows? Uh, so my two pair takes it down. Yay for me. Uh, probably should have done gone to value town on the river, just so I didn't have to show my stupid hand. Um, but it is what it is. About 10 hands later, we are still six-handed. I have ace, eight of offsuit um, in the cutoff position. So it's folded to me. So this is definitely six-handed. Uh, aces are much better than nine-handed or ten-handed poker. So why not open with an ace? And I do. So I make it six to go. Uh, button decides to drop it. Small blind is going to drop it as well, and the big blind is going to defend. So 13 to the pot. Flop is two, king, five, two hearts. I have the ace of hearts, so I got all kinds of possibilities. I continue for four bucks, and my opponent drops it. How easy was that? And we're moving right along. About five to seven hands later, I'm actually playing a shit ton of hands. I have 197 Dara. Uh, and I have ace-king in the button. This game's very easy if you get hands in position. Uh, folded uh, to me in the button. I should make it six to go here, and I do. Uh, small blind's going to call, and the big blind is going to call. So 18 to the flop, and it is two-king four. So game's very, very easy if you have hands in position and you hit your flops. So uh, blinds check. I make it nine to go, and they both should drop. So we'll see, we'll see what they do. And they both do drop. Yay for me. Uh, about five hands later, I'm in it again. I got 207. I'm in the big blind. Under the gun is going to... Should drop it. But he doesn't. He straddles. So not a big fan of the straddle. Uh, not unless everybody agrees that that's what the blinds are going to be. Like 4-2-1. But if only certain people are straddling, no thank you. Uh, straddles called by the dealer... Uh, I call as well. I have king nine offsuit uh, from the big blind. Yes, that was a mistake. 
but the flop is a monster for me as far as disguised is concerned. Uh, with king nine off, I have, the flop is jack ten seven. So I have a double gutter. Any eight, any queen would give me a straight, and it's relatively disguised because you're not gonna, you're really not gonna see it. Um, eight would give me the nut straight, and then the queen would give me the idiot uh, king high straight. Um, we check dealer bets eight. I call. And the big blind folds for the turn. That is the queen, giving me the nizzity nuts. Two spades on the board. I check that again. It's very disguised. Uh, dealer bets 18. I pop it to 36, and he decides to call. So that well, was a stupid raise on my part, but it is what it is. Board pairs with a 7, so meh. I bet 50, and then he folds. So uh, yay for me. There's all kinds of flaws. When I go back and look at my play, there's all kinds of flaws, like betting sizes, um, position, stupid shit I shouldn't do, whatever the case is. Uh, sitting at 254 with pocket aces and a big blind. See, this game is very easy if you get hands, but not in position, but if you hit your flops. Uh, the pot is straddled, and then the uh, cutoff is going to call uh, to me, which I should raise here, and I make it 10 to go, which is nice. So the straddle is going to call and that the, uh, the cutoff's going to call. So 31 to the flop, and the flop is jack, six, four. So no threat really to aces, maybe a couple draws, a couple pairs or whatever. If they're, if they're in a straddle pot with six, four, it is what it is. Um, so I bet, uh, crap. Do, 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 do. No, sad panda. So I end up leading out for 15 and a half, and I get two callers. Like I said, no threat here really with the board, and if these guys are in the in the pot, a straddle pot with a 10 raise with a 6-4 suited, well, or jack-6, good on them, man. You win. Um, so there's, there should be no fear here with the exception of a heart draw. So And I don't have the ace of hearts, so that would be a sad panda. Uh, turn is at 8 of diamonds. So if they had 7-5, they hit their uh, straight. Okay, great. Um, I'll, go, I'll go to jail on this one. I am covered. Um, uh, my... My 229 currently right now is covered by 313 of one of the one of the drawees. But if they have 7-5, they had 6-4, they have all these things. It's more of a pair, I think. A pair and a flush draw would be the most concerning thing. Uh, bet 38, I get a call from the big blind. So that is more concerning because they could have a two pair. Uh, but it is what it is. And then the river, or sorry, that is ballooned to 193. Uh, and I have 190. So I basically have a pot size bet left. The river is a two, not really changing anything at all. Uh, I bet a third of the pot, they get 63 to go, and then uh, they fold as well. So whatever draws they were shooting for, missed. Probably, uh, most assuredly, flush draws. Uh, and no joy to them. So that was one of my big winning hands. And then the very next hand, uh, I'm at 379 um, with queen-jack offsuit. So we are now seven-handed. Somebody jumped in. And I think this is the only hand that they play because I, I fleece them for the entire amount. Uh, spoiler alert. So it's uh, limped around with the exception of one folder. And then the uh, bring-in guy checks. The button calls. I got... Uh, so once again, I limp. Like, And this is the positive thing that can happen when it comes to limping in a family pot. Uh, Queen-Jack can be a hand that can draw quite well for you if you flop two pair or any kind of drawing hands. But typically, you'd want to raise here. But... Um, well, the last two times it's kind of worked out for me. So the, the big blind checks as well. 13 of the pot, and the flop is 10, 8, 9. So I flop the nizzity nuts. Uh, two diamonds, that's the only thing you got to worry about here. And I lead out. 
uh, for six, six dollars. So I'm just putting the test. Everybody saying, hey, what's up? Um, big blind jams for 31. Yay for me. Um, folds over to the bring in guy who calls 31. And this is a repop opportunity for me. And I think that I do. Yep. So I make it 74 to go. And he calls. So he's got 25 left. So it's basically written on the wall. Turn is a four. Um, I bet 63 putting them all in. He calls. Flush draw. And what is that moron doing? So the big blind jammed with the bottom pair no kicker. So that was his jam. But he but he turned two pair. So he's probably fucking celebrating. Um, and then the $100 guy uh, had 9.5 of... Uh, Spades, or sorry, nine five of diamonds. So we got a pair and a flush draw, much more respectable than what a uh, eight four douchebag did. But the river was a king, so that made my straight even straightier. Um, so I take down a two hundred thirty nine dollar pot. Uh, so the very next hand I am sitting at, and I'll just show you my high point was five hundred and sixteen, because uh, I don't know what I walk away with uh, this game. So, and we're playing, and we're playing, and we're playing. And we're going, and we're going, and we're going. And it's been a while. It's about 30 hands later. I'm sitting at 480, so I'm down about 25 uh, from my from my high. Uh, sitting in the under-the-gun position with 9, or sorry, 6-7 of spades. Make it 6 to go, so it's not bad. You can change that up in your, uh, your under-the-gun raises. You don't always have to have a small pair or a monster. Sometimes you're going to have suited connectors to open up for 6, and they'll put you on those big hands slash... To me, that's that's the false thing I do. If you open or min raise from under the gun, I automatically assume you have a small pair. So, or that's where I'm I'm ranging you. So I make it six to go. Uh, get a caller from the cutoff position and the big blind. So 19 in the pot, and the flop is king eight seven. So bottom pair for me, not too bad. But I can rep the king, and I do. I bet six. The cutoff folds, and then the big blind folds. So six kind of pans out for me quite well. Yay for me. And we're moving right along with the hands. Some Maverick guy wins like three in a row. It's hard for me to do. Uh, back down to uh, 485. So whatever I just won, I gave away the last couple hands. We're only five-handed, which is sad panda. So queen nine of hearts. I make it six to go. And two big stacks right there. So the big blind's going to defend this hand. 13 to the pot and here we go to the flop the flop is king ace queen two hearts ace queen of hearts have the nut flush draw with a pair that's a monster i bet six and a half and then uh take it down so i wasn't going you'd have to shoot me to get me out of that pot so and we're going in about five to ten hands later i'm sitting with 487 same amount so uh, is what it is and the big blind i have ace 10 uh offsuit we are just five-handed mind you so uh, your strong hands become much stronger. So limp, limp, limp. Small blind's gonna make it eight to go. I should definitely call here at a minimum, and I do. Um, so uh, under the gun calls, cutoff calls, button calls. So it's a family pot, family affair. Eight dollars. Flop is ten, ten, four. What do I do here? I bet. I bet twenty. It's probably gonna get everybody out. So maybe I check. Maybe I don't. Probably a bunch of pocket pairs, but pocket pairs should call here. It is what it is. So I bet. Take it down. I'm a donkey. So, And that was it. Um, I finished the night with uh, 514, so I got to my high point. Um, very last hand of the night. King 10 offsuit. 
and I'm going to fold it five-handed because I'm a J-O-O. So as nice as that previous session was, this session, session five, is a sad panda session. Um, I think I play about 90 hands. I get up a decent amount, and then I just get bled down uh, to a $2 loss uh, throughout the night. So um, fourth hand I'm playing. Um, I am dealt pocket queens in a big blind, and we are seven-handed. So this is a great situation to be in. So I'm happy panda. The fourth hand I see is pocket queens. Uh, cutoff's going to limp for two. Everybody else folded. Dealer makes it six to go. Um, small blind calls uh, make it 20, so obviously normal. Um, cutoff folds, dealer calls, and then the... Jesus Christ, a small blind bets half of his stack uh, pre-flop. Okay, great. Flop is seven, three, four. I make it 31 to go after the small blind checks. Uh, dealer checks. Uh, he jams all in with 10-8, uh, and then he has a flush draw, and he misses it. Thank God. So no straights, no flushes. What a donkey that guy is. Uh, so I take that one down. And we're running right along about five hands later. I am sitting at 83. I guess I just got fleeced for something with pocket 10s fuck happened i'm gonna go check that one out um i make it 10 to go after the under the gun guy limps so you're moving right along Did I, is this one where i fucking got beat up and then i fought my way back like a champion um everybody folded to my raise i think so we'll see we'll see where yeah okay so the, here i here i'm sitting with 242 dollars and i have jack five of clubs I'm a retard. There's no way that I'm... What am I doing here? So, um, and mind you, I lose about 160 here. No? What happened? 242. What about this one? Ace, six of hearts. Yeah, the jack five made no sense to me. Uh, this pot is straddled. Straddle is called. I make a 12 to go, so good on you. Great play so far. Uh, small blind calls, okay. Big blind folds it. Straddle is going to come in. And then the uh, straddle caller is going to fold. So we're three-way to the flop. The flop is three, seven, eight, two hearts. So I fucking chase a flush draw. Um, straddle bet's eight. I make it 40 to go. And 42 pots, so that's a pot size bet. That's great. And the straddle calls. So turn is not going to be a heart, obviously. It's a king. He bets 20. Caller or press here, and I decide to press, and he's going to call. There's no way he's not calling. He had 7-8, so he flopped two pair. Sad panda. And no heart for me, so I lost 160 because he flopped two pair. Um, I had no problem with my aggression there. 
I have no problem with what I did because you can get uh, you can get single pairs to fold um, off that hand. He just had a, a very decent hand. Um, all right, Ace Ten, uh, sitting seven-handed. I am middle position. I make it six to go, and this should I don't know. Maybe people are wise and on to me. Who knows? Who knows? They are all folding, folding to my monster six-dollar raise. And I take down pre. Yay for me. Uh, very next hand, I have pocket tens in the cutoff position. Or sorry, under the gun. So I should raise it here. And I do. Make it 10 to go. A little bit, little bit excessive, but 10 for my tens. Uh, get a caller from middle position. Or the hijack, sorry. Dealer is going to drop his hand. And let's see what the blinds do. They are going to fold. So we are, we are heads up. Flop is four, five, deuce, pocket tens. That's a money flop for tens. I make it 11 to go and get a call. Uh, turn is a two. So, I mean, maybe he paired, like, board pairing under a 10 is not that scary. Like, what is he calling with? He's got to be calling with king, queen, king, jack, ace, queen, uh, something. It's not enough, strong enough to three bet. Maybe he's got a middle pair, um, eights, nines, sevens. Who knows? Um, I make it 23 to go and he calls it. So I'm feeling pretty comfortable with my hand. Queen, not so happy about, so I check. I'm playing ABC poker. He checks it as well, and he does not show the hand that I went with. So, yay for me. Get back to the winning ways of poker. I'm now sitting with 127, so down 80 on the night, or 70 on the night. Um, middle position, we are now eight-handed, so that's good. Can tighten up a little bit. Uh, pot is straddled under the gun, or left calls or whatever. I have ace-jack of diamonds. Um, make it 20 to go on a straddle pot. Um, small blind folds, or it folds around to the straddle. Straddle is going to drop his hand as well, and then the initial limper folds his. So ace-jack, ace-high, takes it down. Yay for me. Um, two hands later, ace-10 offsuit. I'm sitting in the big blind. We are now six-handed. So two people were either eliminated or went away. I make it six to go. Sorry, I'm not in the big blind. I'm under the gun. So I make it six to go, and then I get three bet. Um, so the problem here for the person's three bet is that they only have $23 behind. So there's really nothing um, scary about the fact that I have 130 something. So I'm only going to lose if I if I'm totally woefully outdone. I'm only going to lose 40 bucks, $45 here. So unless somebody else jumps in. So that's what we're playing for is the pot. So this is an easy, easy, easy call um, pre-flop, even with the mediocre hand that I had with ace-10. So I do make that call. Flop is five, queen, jack. Daddy's got a gut shot. He jams for 23. So if I have anything, I'm calling, and I do. So that's great. He had ace-queen. I have ace-jack, and or sorry, ace-10, and then the jack hits the river. So what, what killed him, as bad as my call might look and as mad as he might be because I called, what killed him is that he started the hand with 40 bucks, right? So there's, if I if I have a, a snowball's chance in hell of winning that pot and it's only going to cost me 50 to do so, that's an easy one. So uh, five-handed, I'm sitting at 177. I have four three of diamonds in the big blind. Let's see what daddy does here to get the, get the W. Uh, only 25 down. He's fighting back. Dealer calls. Small blind calls. I check my 4-3. 
Flop is five, jack six, two hearts. So I got to open ender. I check it for some stupid fucking reason. What am I waiting for? Like, why am I checking that hand? So, um, river, or sorry, turn is a seven, giving me the straight or the idiot bottom end straight. I make it 450 to go. Dealer calls and the small blind calls. So we're three handed to the river, which is a 10. I most assuredly have the best hand now. Uh, make it 10 to go. Uh, we'll, let's see if we get any callers. And I do not. So, yay for me. Why did I not bet or bluff the uh, good old turn? Uh, about 15 hands later, I'm sitting at 156, so I've been um, whittled down a little bit. Um, probably trying to check some stuff out. I got a6 of clubs, and it's folded to me, so this is a great bring-in time. And I do just that with $6. Um, fold it around to the blinds, and the blinds, the big blinds are going to... Fold. That's the big one. At that at that moment was the guy that took me for uh, 160 because he flopped two pair. Uh, now seeing at 159, I have ace queen offsuit middle position. So uh, under the gun limps. I should raise here to 10, and I do, which is good. All right, I'm starting to verify my own play before I even see it. Good. Um, small blind is going to fold. Big blind is going to call it and that means that the under the gun guy should call as well so yeah three ways to the flop flop is going to be right in my wheelhouse 10 king jack uh nizzity nuts um so the small blind does something that i that is find very annoying and it basically i've classified as a check they min bet so anytime somebody min bets just treat it like it's a check there's it's not a bet it's a check so he min bets to uh the under the gun guy calls and i make it 10 to go on a $31 pot, which basically means nothing. He calls, and then the other guy calls, so it is a pot sweetener with the nuts. Uh, the turn is like the worst card you want to see, um, is an ace, which weakens my hand because then that makes sure that any queen now has a straight. So he bets 20, and then I call, obviously, the 20. Sad panda to me, and then the rivers are 7, so if he's got a queen... But he checks, so what's he doing? He's not checking a queen there. I bet 50, and he folds. So he was definitely bluffing the turn. So trying to scare everybody out. So it is what it is. That's a nice pot for me. Many hands. Remember, I'm only doing the ones that I win unless I lost a significant amount of money. Uh, sitting at 185, or at least I noticed that I lost a significant amount of money. Sitting at 185, I have ace-queen offsuit. Um, nine-handed in early position. Make it six to go. There's a bring-in. So there's tons of money in the pot here. So should get a bunch of callers, but I don't, which is great. Um, I do get one caller in the hijack. The bring-in guy calls. The button drops. Small blind is now sitting at 20 bucks. He calls for six. He was at 200 previously, and now it's 27 dollars to the flop. Four-handed. Flop is ace. 10 deuce, 2 hearts, uh, check to me, and I bet 13 on that flop. It hits me, not them. Um, we'll see what happens. Obviously, the uh, obviously the detriment to my play is that I'm basically playing my cards face up for the most part, um, which helps when you're bluffing, right? So if you're going to bluff, if, if, if people think you're playing your cards face up and an ace or a king hits the flop, then you can bluff. It's a bluff card for you always. So if that's the way you play, then 
your bluffs are a lot better. Um, make it uh, 13 to go, and then everybody folds. I take it down. Go team. Uh, coming along, coming along, about 10 hands later. We are sitting at 156, so I've been whittled down uh, to some extent. Probably played a hand where I lost. And here I have king nine of clubs in middle position. So it's folded to me. If I'm playing, I should bring in, and I do for six, which is good. Um, folds around to the button. Button is going to fold. Now it's on the blinds, and they decide that it is not worth playing. The big blind decides that it's going to be a defensible hand, so that's good. Flop is king, 10, 3, check to me. I have top pair with a kicker. I bet 650, and then they drop it. So even if I didn't have the king, um, that's kind of how it works out. You dink and dunk them all day. It's all good. Uh, down to 136. So I play a couple hands where I've lost some money, and I have ace-deuce in the small blind. So as I said, I don't know if I had monster hands and lost, or I'm uh, trying to prospect with shitty suited connectors or whatever I'm doing, but I got the small blind. I got ace deuce. This is most assuredly I'm gonna call here and I do because I got the ace. No need to raise Just might as well see a flop So we're four way to the uh, To the flop I check ace is disguised uh, Two spades on the flop ace jack four. So I have a pair of aces uh, position guy uh, bet six that's almost always a bluff um, I call, uh, big blind calls, and then they folded. So we are now three-way to the turn. Turn is a 10. Check's easy here. I mean, check call is a good line uh, that you can do because this guy's going to bet again. So he's been shown to do that. I call, and then the big blind's going to fold. So now here we are with Zariva queen. Any king is a straight or a flush. Um, yeah, he bets. And then I think I decided heavily on this one what it is. He has a king, great. If he doesn't, that's fine. He had uh, nine, seven of spades. So he had, a, he had a flush draw. And I think that's what I put him on. So, and for many reasons. He likes to bet a lot. Um, yeah, he does that. He's in position. So that's, there's nothing that helped him there to tell him. About 25, 30 hands later, haven't won anything. And I am sitting with $50. So I've been whittled down in the span of 30 hands to 50. So I'm now a sad panda. So I'm probably frustrated this hand, and now I have king-jack offsuit. Um, under the gun makes it six to go. I call, so that's a... And I would call it a loose call. It is a cash game. We're eight-handed, so it's... I mean, it's debatable. Um, dealer calls, button calls, big blind calls, so we have $30 to the flop. Flop is king-5-10. I am now committed to this pot and this hand, so I'm not going anywhere. Uh, the initial guy that goes, he bets a 22. There's a jam here, so I do jam. Great. Um, well, well, dealer calls as well. Um, folded. I think I luck out here, most definitely. And then they call ace-king versus king-10 versus king-jack. So two pair, two pair, and then the jack on the river. So it, it was it was king-5-10. Uh, turn was a six. River was a jack, giving me two pair to win that hand. Uh, so I got lucky, or else it would have been a losing session. So something in those 30 hands got me pretty frustrated and pretty pissed um, to play with King Jack like that. So I was on tilt and got bailed out. Uh, very next hand sitting at 158, and the poker gods smile upon me with pocket aces. So I'm in early position with aces. I make a 10 to go, uh, taking my newfound winnings and trying to uh, show everybody that I'm not, in fact, a donkey. I am 
a, a great player. And the, these guys are just trying to punt me money. Uh, they make it 65 to go, all in, from the dealer position. That's an easy call for me, trying to entice the other guy in. So it's sevens versus aces. And as you would have it, the aces hold up against the sevens. King, three, ten, flop, king, turn, two on the river. So, yay for me. I'm now sitting at uh, $232. Uh, so I'm, I'm 32 profit right now. And I end the night minus three. So we get whittled down. The last hand I play or fold was uh, king six pre, uh, under the gun. So, and then I don't, I don't play the blinds after that. So uh, interesting session there. Not bad at all. Stand by for the final session. So the sixth and final session I'm going to cover is about 125 hands. Uh, I drop 50 or 60 dollars in this uh, in this session. So allegedly, so uh, we're moving right along, and I don't get a hand or win a hand until about 10 or 15 in. Um, I started with 200. I'm been, I'm down to 153. Uh, so. Obviously, I'm getting bled down. I just realized that I wasn't tracking all the, the hands and stupid plays that I had lost as well and what makes bad play. But pocket queens in mid position. That would make this hand history uh, on the app much better if they had every single hand that you played so I can cover uh, those things of what your uh, plus minus was on the hand, right? If you were in the blind, minus two, so on and so forth. So I make it 10 to go, and then the uh, under-the-gun uh, limper calls. Flop is jack, 8-8. Eight, eight. Checks to me. Great flop for uh, queens. Make it 11 to go, put the pressure on him, he folds, take it down uh, after the flop. So yeah, that, that would definitely be a, a large improvement um, uh, for the app, uh, be able to track what you do. I'm sure that exists, but you'd have to pay for it and all this other fun stuff. So um, Next hand, about 10 to 15 later, I'm sitting at 140, so I'm down 60 for the session on this hand. Under the gun limps. Um, middle position limps as well, so it's a limpopotamus pot to me, and I'm going to make it 10 to go. Way to go, uh, buddy, with 6-5 of spades. There you go, on the cutoff. I'm really proud of that play, at least pre-flop. Uh, button calls, uh, under the gun limper calls, um, middle position limper calls, and so does uh, the uh, hijack. So the flop is queen, seven, jack with $54 in the pot, and then everybody's looking to me. That flop could be my range. They're going to play with hearts or whatever the case is, so we'll see. So I bet 26 on a $53 pot. Button drops, big blind drops. Um, limper on the right drops, and the other guy drops. Fantastic. That's how you play uh, suited connectors. Um, 
<laughs> with continuation bets, winning a $74 pot with uh, six high. So fantastic. Um, always come in raising is a great, um, uh, is an excellent theory to have. I mean, if you can't play that way, then you shouldn't be playing. Um, there was a tournament that I'd played, and I tend to donk these things off or, or do crazy shit uh, in these tournaments, but I basically swore that I was, I was not going to play a hand unless I came in raising. And it literally drove people nuts and crazy. And I'd, uh, I'd 3x my stack, and then I just punted it all off in a, in a particular hand where I overplayed uh, pocket queens or ace queen. Um, uh, not necessarily because of the race thing, because I made a bad call. Because it was the first time that the entire tournament somebody was starting to play back at me. And I just couldn't let it go. Um, so I lost majority of my stack um, doing that. So obviously many things i got to work through with my poker game. But uh, is what it is. So we are nine-handed. I have king-jack offsuit in at the hijack position. So uh, there's a bring-in. And then there's a limp from early position. I make it 10 to go. Great job. If you're going to play, come and raise it. Um, uh, folds all the way to the blinds, and then the blinds are going to decide what they want to do. So small blind folds, big blind folds, bring in is going to call 10, and then I, uh, and then the end of the gun, or the early position guy is going to call as well. So three to the flop. Flop is seven, queen, eight. Uh, they check to me. This is a continuation bet, 100% uh, extraordinaire. I make it 17 to go. Guy folds. Other guy folds. So great. Um, raise and continue. It's a good strategy, um, especially if uh, it is what it is. And wow, look at me, winning four out of five hands. So there I go. Um, down 40, very next hand. I have king-queen. Uh, so I had king-jack last hand. I have king-queen offsuit this hand in middle position. Uh, Limpopotamus rex to me. Should make it 10 to go here, and I do. Good for me. Um and it folds around, so we'll see who decides to make a call in this little lap. So, uh, to the blinds. Blind, small blind calls. He calls off 20% of his stack preflop. That is a mistake. But it is what it is. And then the limpers, one limper is going to call. So three-way to the flop. Uh, I have position on the hand. The flop is 3-5-5. Five, five. Money for my middle pair that I could have, or my pocket jacks, but I decided to check it. Uh, turn is a 4 uh, they check, I check, and I guess I checked the, the. I felt like I was continuing too much, so I decided not to continue on this one for variance purposes and give my give my continuation some credibility. Remember, you have to continue to do these things. Uh, river is a six, so now the board is three, five, five, four, six, uh, three clubs on the board, and we all track around, nobody fights for it. I got called by Queen Jack, um, and then I don't know what the small blind called with. But uh, I ended up taking it down uh, with King High. So, yay for me. Very next hand pocket, Jacks. The hand that will get you killed. Um, I am down 17 on the session so far. And I have uh, Jacks in middle position. So, under the gun limps. Uh, basically, a, a raise from uh, uh, under the gun plus 1 to 6. I 3-bet it to 22. So, uh, we're going to see what happens. Going to the mat with Jacks. That is a... Fool's errand to do this kind of action, even though Jax technically is like the fifth best hand in Hold'em. Uh, everybody hates Jax. Some people would rather have Jack-10 suited uh, than pocket Jax. 
The flop is king six king. That is a monster flop for Jax, and that's an easy call because he decides to, um, the guy that made it six to go um, decides to call my 22. The flop is king six king, and then he jams for 46. This is the problem you have when you have short stacks um, and you can't buy, uh, bet in relation to the size of the pot uh, very well. So he bets 46. This is an easy call for Jax. Even if he has a king, you're not really risking too much or losing too much. So, uh, Rivers a king, or sorry, turns a king, Rivers an eight, and my jacks hold up against nines. So, and then I'm I'm up for the session now. Yay! Uh, so, two hands after that, I'm up 50, um, and I'm under the gun with pocket fours. So I make it six to go. Great job. So that's a that's a nice little three X race. So you really can't put me on anything. You got to put me on something strong or something middling or whatever the case is. Middle position calls. Uh, we're going down. We're doing whatever. Um, cutoff calls. Button folds. Small blind folds. And we are three handed to the flop. Flop is going to be eight king queen. This would. This would precipitate a continuation bet for me because it hits my range, but I'm checking, I guess, to vary my continuation bet. You can't continuation bet all the time because then it doesn't work. Like, it's not as effective. So you got to vary what you're going to do. So you've seen the last four or five hands. I've continuation bet a couple times. I have not done the other times. So now I'm doing what I like to call a dumb fucking play because I check my fours again I think I'm just going to try to check this down and nobody wants the nobody wants the money I guess um river is an eight so it pairs the board that means I have to have the best hand here um I check uh middle position checks and the cutoff checks and then pocket fours takes it down I was called by 10-7 and I don't know what the other person was that called so yeah who knows man who knows that was a uh, terrible play on my part. People were just trying to give that money up. Uh, up 62, about five hands later, I have king-queen offsuit, middling hand, but not too bad. If they're going to let me play, let me play. Under the gun limps. Under the gun plus one limps as well. It's a limpopotamus pot to me, and I say no. F that noise and make it 10 to go. I uh, get a call from the uh, left of me uh, in the hijack or cutoff position, uh, 10. Blinds fold. And then the limpers are going to, uh, one limper calls. So two limpers fold out of three. So that's good. You got four cards out of the deck drawn against you, which is the reason why you raise. You're not re I mean, you raise for many reasons. You, you raise for many reasons. One is to sweeten the pot, to get more money out of it. But the primary reason is to get shitty hands out of the hand so that your, uh, your equity is protected. And king-queen, even though it is a drawing hand, if you want to play it, raise, get other people out. Uh, so you can do. Flop is 773. Seven, uh, initial limper checks. I check. And then the other guy checks. So I'm just playing ABC poker these last couple hands. Turn is a queen. I bet 18 on it. Um, the other guy checks. And then I take down the $37 pot um, with uh, queen. So, yay. Uh, Next hand. I am $85 up. Yay for me. And mind you, I lose about 120 in the next couple couple of sessions or hour that I'm playing. Uh, pocket tens and middle position. Limpopotamus wrecks to me. I make it 10 to go. Uh, get called again by the guy to my left. Uh, the button calls as well. And then the 
small blind calls. So this one's getting fun. Big blind calls, limp calls, and then the other guy calls. This is where a raise is not effective at all. So um, 70 in the pot with pocket tens. The flop is 864. So that's kind of what you're looking for. But the, the sad thing about this is that it's a minefield. Um, so might as well bet 35 to see where I'm at. Um, what's going down? I get a call from the guy to the left of me. Folds. Oh, I, I remember what I do here. Folds. Um, folds. Uh, the guy to the left of me had 9-8 suited. Um, the pot is now 140. I have 240. Uh, turn is a 2. I jam for whatever fuck reason. I overbet the fuck out of that hand. I probably... So the 2 did nothing. The 2 did not change that end up in the hand. I probably should have bet for equity... Uh, or some some value because the jam there is what I was thinking is I was trying to induce a call to make it look like I was bluffing because I figured that I was ahead in the hand but it was such a such a lost value so this is probably the main reason why I lost fifty seven dollars uh, this session is because of this hand right here this opportunity I wasted by overbetting or overjamming a pot uh, thinking I was ahead because of could have been fear could have been misreading could have been whatever um, but I misread the hand and I overjammed. And I missed out on a lot of money. Um, I could have been I could have been swept right a nine or an eight could have fell uh, seven wouldn't have mattered. Um, so a nine or an eight could have hit on the river. I mean, you're playing what what percentages are you playing there? It's like a ten percent a percentage you're playing against. So ten percent of the time you let them see their next card, you lose. Fucking shit happens. But I, I could have bet sixty dollars there. I could have bet sixty five, about half my pot, and then jam the river um, to see what was that. And maybe he maybe he calls me down because it's not as the pot's bigger. I mean, the, the play is better, um, or it's more lucrative for him, for him to call. For me making that overbet, um, uh, some people, a lot of people put me on ace-king, and so it looked like a bluff, so I was trying to get him to call uh, the bluff. I'm at $365, I, so I don't know how I lose money in this session. I'm up $165 uh, from the buy-in. Uh, Queen-jack, so that, that's how bad this session was. I got up to $150, $150 and I, I'm still lost money. Um, I make it 10 to go after one limper. Um, I'm in the cutoff position, which is the position right of the dealer. Uh, up, up, uh, blinds fold, under the gun folds, and then limper drops his hand as well. So Queen Jack takes it down. So there's a hand here where I lose quite a bit of money. I think it was because somebody was like fishing for uh, like a 10-4 offsuit or something, and they nail me. Uh, to the wall with something stupid. So, uh, down 60 from a previous hand that I had won. I'm at 298. I get pocket jacks in the hijack position. Uh, under the gun decides to limp. And that, that's pretty endemic with this poker club. It's a bunch of limpers. Uh, another limper, so I should make it 10 here, and I do. Good for me. Uh, do, 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 do. What are the blinds going to do? Let's fold it around. Small blind folds, big blind folds, and then the two limpers. What are they doing? Limper folds, and the other limper calls. All right, so we got one. We are heads up to the flop, and the flop is six, deuce, ten. That's a monster flop for jacks. Continue here, no problem. And then we'll see what they do, and he folds. So, yay. He decided to prospect, didn't hit it, and I'm bleeding like a stuck pig because uh, I was down 60 of those hands. That was about... Uh, 30 hands, and here's another 20 hands. I'm down 50 more from the previous hand, so I'm, I'm most assuredly, I know there was one hand disc where somebody called with 10-4 and, and nailed me. Uh, 
um, uh, in addition to I am uh, I'm like, I'm, like uh, I'm calling off preflop a lot of my stuff I'm, I'm limp calling I'm calling raises with hands I shouldn't call I'm missing flops uh, I'm sure a bunch of that shit's happening I make it tend to go from the hijack position and everybody folds around with queen jack so I think I think people are starting to get onto my game and know what's going down so uh, same concept here about 10 hands later I'm now pretty much broke even um, I have ace queen offsuit so so I went from $365 in the span of about 50 to 55 hands down to basically break even and I can guarantee you why it happened it's because I was uh, not I was in too many hands uh, looking at stuff doing whatever this pot is straddled um, uh, one limper, I make it 20 to go, straddle folds, the blinds fold, and then the, uh, the other limper folds, so I take down 11 in that hand. Moving right along, but yeah, getting a little bit too, uh, relaxed with my preflop play, and that's a leaky, yeah, same thing, I'm, I'm down 50 in the same span of hands, uh, pocket sevens in the small blinds. If you're loose with your preflop play, it's a leak, right, you're just going to be giving money away, giving money away, giving money away. Um, especially if uh, the players are really good and they know how to 3-bet, 4-bet, 5-bet, uh, which you don't see much of this in the leagues that I play in. Um, uh, they're dummies, just like me. Uh, Olympopotamus uh, wrecks to me. I make a 10 to go in the small blind. I get three callers. Um, the flop is queen, queen, three. For a pair of sevens, that's not too bad. Uh, folds and folds. So he didn't test my gangster. Yay. Do, 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 do. And that's it. So I'm at 137, five-handed my final hand. So I lost at the folded jack two. So I was up $360, and I bled all the way down to 130, 137, or 140. So down uh, 50 some bucks. So there it is. That is your poker cast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let me know if you like the new format. Um, basically, I'm, there's an app that does hand histories, and I'm reading hand histories. Session 7 would have been um, last night, but uh, I did not play. But some individual won $900, allegedly, uh, $300 and $100 and everybody else. Uh, the only, only unfortunate thing is, is um, what, somebody lost 460 like, and all this play money that we have. Uh, all these people are losing uh, fun stuff, so... All right, folks, that is your poker cast. Uh, enjoy the two-part series. I may be giving up too much here, but enjoy the two-part uh, podcast series today because I took a nice long, little long break, uh, if you catch it all. Mm-hmm.